the Petaluma Radio Players. Like talking on And now, the Petaluma Radio Players, located just north of the Golden Gate Bridge in Northern California's Sonoma County, bring you another provocative radio drama from their home on www.kpca.fm. Our drama during this week's presentation, The Grace and Variations by playwright Nelson Clark, is a study in what is real and what you perceive as real. But what defines humanity after all? Is the answer black and white, or perhaps a shade of grey somewhere in between, somewhere within the Grayson variations? Can I get you anything before we begin? Water? Coffee? I'm good, thanks. Again, on behalf of the Institute, I want to thank you for volunteering to be part of this important study that I need to have it documented. It's the only reason I'm here. Scientifically documented, evidence-based science, not the pseudo-stuff floating off into woo-woo land. Understood. As you know from the application, this is an ongoing study to categorize and quantify for the NDE field and the late 20th century work of Dr. Bruce Grayson. Near-death experience is a phenomenon... I know what it is. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Don't mind me. We appreciate your time, Miss Harris. Pamela. Please call me Pamela. Dr. Sorry, I forgot your name. Richter. Edwina Richter. Everyone calls me Edie. Right. Thanks, Edie. Before we begin, just so I'm clear, you had an NDE this past October. On Halloween, aptly enough. Caused by anaphylaxis, correct? You went into anaphylactic shock? I was stung by a wasp in my backyard. Didn't even know I was allergic. Woke up in the emergency room. When? Midnight. I remember because the woman was changing the saline drip bag wearing a cheap plastic mask and angel wings. How did you know it was midnight? Because she said, it's the stroke of midnight, you just made it. And then she left. That seems odd. And rude. Doesn't matter. I survived. I'm here. Can we do this now? Yes. So, there are 16 questions in the survey called the Grayson Scale. Each question for the scope of this study has three possible answers. A zero is a no answer. A one or two means there was an NDE element to the experience. Any answer after zero could have a cognitive component an affective component, a paranormal component, or a transcendental component. We'll talk about that afterward, but let's begin, and we'll discuss your score when we finished. Ready? I am. Question number one. In your near-death experience, did time seem to speed up or slow down? Zero equals no, one equals time seemed to go faster or slower than usual, or two, everything seemed to be happening at once, Or time stopped or lost all meaning? Zero. Question number two. Were your thoughts speeded up? Zero equals no. Number one equals faster than usual. Number two equals incredibly fast. Zero. Question three. Did scenes from your past come back to you? Zero equals no. Number one equals I remembered many past events. Number two equals my past flashed before me. 
out of my control. Zero. Question four. Did you suddenly seem to understand everything? Zero equals no. Number one equals everything about myself or others. Number two equals everything about the universe. Zero. Number five. Did you have a feeling of peace or pleasantness? Zero equals... Zero. No ones, no twos. Okay. Number six. Did you have a feeling of joy? Zero. No ones, no twos. Please, let me finish before you answer. Question seven. Did you feel a sense of harmony or unity with the universe? One, did you no longer feel in conflict with nature? Two, did you feel united or one with the world? Me? Zero. Question eight. Did I see or feel surrounded by a brilliant light? One, an unusually bright light. Two, a light clearly of mystical or otherworldly origin. Can I get another zero over here? Check. Since you're not taking this seriously, we should stop here. No, we're seeing this survey all the way through. What do you want, Pamela? I want to get to the question you just might want to hear the answer to. We're almost there. Question nine. Were your senses more vivid than usual? One, more vivid than usual. Two, incredibly more vivid. Me, zero. Stop. This is my job. Please let me do it. Number ten. Did you seem to be aware of things going on elsewhere, as if by extrasensory perception, ESP? One, yes, but the facts have not been checked out. Two, yes, the facts have been checked out. Zero. But here's where it gets interesting. Go on. Question 11. Did scenes from the future come to you? Zero, no. One equals scenes from my personal future. Two equals scenes from the world's future. Number one. But I need to explain... We're going to finish the survey first. Sit. Sit, or I will stop right now. Question 12. Did you feel separated from your body? Zero, no. One, I lost awareness of my body. Two, I clearly left my body and existed outside it. Zero. Question 13. Did you seem to enter some other unearthly world? Zero, no. One, some unfamiliar and strange place. Two, a mystical or unearthly realm. Zero. Question 14. Did you seem to encounter a mystical being or presence or hear an unidentifiable voice? Zero, no. One, I heard a voice I could not identify. Two, I encountered a definite being or a voice clearly of mystical or unearthly origin. Zero. Question 15. Did you see deceased or religious spirits? Zero equals no. One, I sensed their presence. Two, I actually saw them. Me, zero. Spiritus sancti. Final question. Number 16. Did you come to a border or point of no return? Zero, no. One, I came to a definite conscious decision to return to life. Two, I came to a barrier that I was not permitted to cross, or I was sent back. Less than zero. That concludes the survey. A score of seven or higher is considered an NDE for research purposes, The average score for most samples is 15. You had a total of one. Why did you come here? It's all in the notes attached to my application. I know what this institute is doing. And that is? Please don't play dumb. We're in the AI wing of the Department of Defense. You're cataloging NDE experiences in hopes of turning them into code. Code that becomes a core element in the operating system of your synthetic warriors. Is that what you think we're doing? You're on the verge of creating a conscious, self-aware robot... 
So just about now, that ancient debate rears its head again. The debate. You know, the Terminator theory, synthetics take charge and eliminate us when they realise how vile, stupid and useless we are. True? Above my pay grade to speculate, but what good would an NDE do? An NDE is your fail-safe. How so? It plants a two-sided false flag. On one side, it gives synthetics a sense of mortality, just like the rest of us. A finite end. The dread of death. On the other side, it holds out hope that there's something beyond this life. Once those two concepts, fear and hope, are wired in, well, you can't buy that kind of empathy for humans. You can't kill us if you share the same profound belief, even if it's a profound lie. And you know for certain that NDEs are a lie. Come on, the evidence is in, Edie. Mystical visions, hallucinations, transcendental states... Long proven to be the result of chemicals rushing through the brain at the end of life. The old Unitarian in me wishes it were otherwise, but that's the hard truth. Mm -hmm. The dying brain hypothesis, yes. I read the um, classic article you so kindly attached. Then you know why I'm here. You have to stop this. The NDEs are a result of chemistry and you can't code chemistry. Code is a construct of information. Chemistry is a construct of matter. It's not alchemy, turning lead into gold. You cannot turn matter into information. Once the synthetics figure out the ruse, the human race will be toast. Why so hostile, Pamela? Dr. Harris, right? You found me out. So... You'd never let me take the survey if you knew who I was. Not true. Dr. Pamela Harris, Ph.D., former Army chaplain, did an 18-month lunar tour, saved a few souls, literally, after a helium explosion, several published academic papers, articles, four popular books, half very pro-NDE and half against. You went from true believer to cynic. What happened? I was young. I grew From ideal to real. I mean, what happened in your NDE? Question number 11. A hallucination. The attending physician said I flatlined for two minutes before they could defibrillate and get a heartbeat. The gap sent an actual rush of chemicals into my brain. A synthetic soldier would know that's an app, and it's not really happening. And that kind of fraud might check off one more reason why humanity needs to be shown the exit. You said number one. One equals scenes from my personal future. Did your future come to you or not? Yes, but it wasn't mine. Whose was it? I I mean, it was mine, but it wasn't right. It was a false future. How do you know that? Because I'm here. I don't understand. I was comatose for 12 hours. Gone. I was at the end of life, and at that point, the body sends incredible amounts of endorphins through the brain. A tidal wave of dopamine and other goodies. It's a process of evolution developed before we stood up on two legs to let us poor animals go out in peace instead of panic so the meat won't get bitter from the terror, the pain. Ask any farmer, any hunter. I got a shot of chemistry that gave a false narrative. The future that was brought to you was false? Yes. False. Like you not knowing you're allergic to wasp venom. Hey, that's not in my notes. Actually, it's in my notes. Which also say that after years of being open to, but skeptical of, what most of the world's cultures have recorded since antiquity, occurrences outlined in this survey, you suddenly turned away. The decorated army chaplain became an atheist, a vocal denier of any NDE findings. The lack of evidence became a dead end. 
Pun intended. Or was it because of one of your twin girls, Emily, died when she was three? Isn't that timing odd? Exactly when you stop further NDE exploration? The reason I fight against claims that provide no proof is because they provide no proof. But wasn't the most tangible proof to you that there is nothing beyond us, mystical, whatever you want to call it, was when your other daughter, Sarah, died 10 years later in a shuttle crash? October, I believe. The same time you had... Tragedies in my life did not and do not affect my belief in the scientific method. After her funeral, you went home, took off your dress, walked into the backyard and into a wasp nest you knew was there. You tried to commit suicide, and the future that came to you was that you died from the stings? Yes. That future told me I died on the table, so of course it's false. A chemical glitch, because in fact, doctor attempted suicide or not, I'm here, am I not? Yes. We are in an observation room for the express purpose of me participating in the Grayson Scale survey which you, Dr. Richter, are conducting. Is that correct? Yes. And we never met, right? I don't know you and you don't know me, and we've never interacted on a personal or professional level before. Not in those contexts. No, we have not. What does that mean? Can't you think of any other connection we may have had? What are you talking about? Like we passed each other on the street and didn't know it? What? Have a seat, Doctor. I want to leave. I want to go now. I have to. To go. Please, sit. I don't want to sit. I want to leave. Now. Then you may leave. You can't keep me here against my will. No one is keeping you. Don't forget your purse. Thanks again for participating in the survey. You've been a great help. There's no door. Oh, God. My girls are dead. What else was I going to do? There's nothing left for me. I wanted to believe they were the best I could ever do. They don't exist? Are you crazy? They're dead. Gone. Ashes, nothing. So you can't see them in your mind? Don't hear every word they've ever said? They're nothing... Yet they still follow your every move? Don't you dare try to minimize my grief. My beloved daughters gave me so much joy and meaning in my life. You have no idea. You'll never understand my devastation. Emily was six, riding in the car to the hospital where she died. Her sister beside her looks out the window at children playing. She turns to you and says, Kids love to play, and... It's how they love the world. How could you know that? Six years old. I want her back. Look over here. See? When Sarah had the flu, three days before the accident, you brought her tomato basil soup in bed. She cried because of how much you loved her. Told you she wanted to be as good a mom as you. Look at that face. Will you ever lose that? Will that ever die? I want my future with them. I can't bear to watch my girls die again. It happened once. The obsessive images you create over and over, that's what's dead. Choose moments of love, and you have your girls back. They're free. You're not. No, not there for that easy. It hurts so bad. It 
kills me again every single day. Sit, Pamela. Here, sit back down. Okay. I... Wait a second. What are those things on your back? Edia, those wings? Wait. Wait, it was you in the room when I was dying? What is that thing? Don't you touch me with... Let go. Let it all go. How much is time speeding up now? So fast, and my thoughts running at liquid light speed. Scenes from your past? My life, every single moment has returned, living it all again. What do you understand now? About myself? Everyone? Oh, my, I understand everything in the entire universe. What do you feel? Flooded. Whole galaxies of indescribable peace are pouring inside me. What do you see? I see everything. Everywhere in the world at this moment. Morning dew glistening on a spider's web in a garage in Topanga Canyon. A single drop of rain falling on a Dublin tombstone. Every living breath. Billions. Full of pain, joy, confusion. While invisible dimensions dance unnoticed with every exhale. A bloody baby shoe hangs on a giant ocotillo cactus in the Sonoran Desert. A Portuguese woman weeps. She's on a hilltop overlooking Lisbon. She remembers the taste of her dead husband's kiss when he proposed to her on that spot. Why... I've lived the life of each grain of sand on the beach at Koh Samui. Everything has meaning. No, everything is meaning. Leave your body. Off the table, through the building, into the sky, into vast cities, churning in space, built from language, populated by creatures that are... can't. It's beyond human ability to describe... Beyond our tiny spectrum of imagination. My God, what we don't know. Come, step into the presence. I have nothing to give here. Flesh, soul, spirit, nothing suitable to offer the being who is. What? How? I'm being told. Told. Who I am. What's the role you've been given in this scheme of all things? I have no choice but to accept that I am part of the magnificence before me. Now, come to the border. Stand at the edge of all. You may stay or you may go back to your body, your life, here. It's finally revealed to you, your future. I'm honored. I am needed here. Good. Good. That was the hardest part. Exit session verbal cue. It's the stroke of midnight. You just made it. Shh, Pamela. It's okay. We're done for today. Session with Model 37 Delta 49er, Chaplain slash Guidance Counselor Pamela Harris. Completed Grayson Scale, Muskocking Variation. 
All outcomes are compliant with established norms per NDE Codex, version 5.23. Signed, Dr. Edwina Richter, Research Assistant, Valhalla Group. Your historian, Rick Sanchez, C-137, is up next, Pamela. Be careful. He can be handsy. Great job today. You can't code chemistry. That was excellent. We'll definitely be adding that. In fact, I'm going to upload that comment to Musk and Hawking's cloud consciousness. I think they'll get a kick out of it. This has been the Petaluma Radio Players production of The Grayson Variations by Nelson Clark, starring Cheryl Holling as Dr. Richter and Pippa Morris as Pamela, directed by Stephen Lubliner, recording engineer John Beale, assistant audio engineer Jack Hammond, post-production John Beale, produced by Ralph Scott and Kendra Murray, copyright 2018, the Petaluma Radio Players. Visit us on the web at petalumaradioplayers.com. I'm your announcer, Kendra Murray. Can I get you anything before we begin? Water? Coffee? No, that's that's the line. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's good though. I'll have a cup. Co- I'll have a cup of coffee, please. Sugar and milk. Half coffee and half uh, water. But Bit you're whiskey, English. Please. You take tea. Yeah, all right. We well, didn't okay. offer me tea. You didn't offer me tea. You only said water or coffee. <laughs> Don't forget the liver. Okay. I was trying to give you a check. Check, check, Yugoslav, Yugoslav, check. Door. Oh, God, my girls are dead. And then I popped on the... Are you crazy? Are you crazy, crazy, crazy? But then I might want to look over there. Okay, but I might occasionally look over there. Is that all right? All right, should we try that again then? So what was that cray cray crazy that I... Where's it called? Um, oh, yeah. There's no door. Oh, God. Um, are you crazy? They're dead, gone, ashes, nothing. Are you crazy? Uh, do I have an... Are you crazy? They're dead, they're gone. Damn it, Pamela, I'm a doctor, not a... <laughs> We're going to do a bloopers roll for you. We're going to do a bloopers when we have time. I think this whole thing's going to be a blooper. You went from true believer to cynic. What happened? No, I was young. I grew from ideal to real. No, I mean, what happened in your NDE? Question number 11. A hallucination. A hallucination. Go along with your hallucinating. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, yeah, yeah, we moved the chair, didn't we? Okay. This one squeaks as well, by the way. <laughs> this is even worse, so I'm just sitting here. I mustn't move, I mustn't move, I mustn't move. <laughs> I will not move. Um, okay. Do you want me to give you the line again? No, no, it's... I need a tissue. Tissue, I hardly know you. So you come here often. <laughs> um, no. 16. No, you guys keep saying 16. There's there's a... 14. Well, no, not even 14. There's 13 full pages and then it ends. Yeah. Uh, see, we've got 16. There's all the, uh, the backstory here. You didn't get that? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, I was like You're out. actually... Synthetic. I am a synthetic. Yes, it's Whoa. actually a triple entendre. Okay. <laughs> right, I moved the chair again. How are we doing? Okay. told me I had a lisp that I would never go for because <laughs> I had a lisp and look where it's got <laughs> I was like oh thanks sibilant <laughs> lisp Simple. I think it was just because I was whispering in the back <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't have lisp. a lisp I didn't have a lisp it was just, oh you didn't no I didn't he could just you know the whispering oh okay I get you and I was just like he's a music teacher how would he not figure that out you know what a lisp is So anyway, blah, blah, blah. right? Yeah. Okay, so gear yourself um, up. You got Okay. Uh, pick up page seven. Pamela being hostile. Think of something that you're really mad at, and then do the do the lines. Just that one part. If you can right, just like really hostile. get. Yeah, 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 exactly. Page seven. Um. Uh. uh why so uh, hostile, Pamela? Uh, Dr. Uh, Harris, right? We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it. In yeah, post, that's right? it. Fix it in the mix. Fix it in the mix. I think they'll get a kick out of it. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you have enjoyed this presentation. Please join us on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific, www.kpca.fm. Cheers. Petaluma Radio Players. Like talking.